Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. Today is Wednesday, and this is day seven of our 40-day journey through the season of Lent. We begin this season by hearing the truth about our sin and the limits of our own powers. We also hear the promise of God's steadfast and abiding love for us, the amazing grace of God that has saved us in Jesus Christ our Lord. We begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Satisfy us in the morning with your steadfast love, O God, that we may rejoice and be glad all our days. Praise to the blessed and holy Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God who gives us life, salvation, and resurrection. The Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in his wings. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it, and your hands have molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. A reading from Romans, chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. What then are we to say was gained by Abraham, our ancestor according to the flesh? For if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, but not before God. For what does the scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was reckoned to him as righteousness. Now, to one who works, wages are not reckoned as a gift, but as something due. But to one who does not work, but trusts him who justifies the ungodly, such faith is reckoned as righteousness. The word of the Lord. On Monday, we read a short passage from Genesis, just three and a half verses, that tell us that the Lord God called Abram out of his old life so that he and his wife could follow God into a new life. That call came as a promise in three parts. Abram would come to a place that God was preparing to give him and his heirs. God would make Abram the father of many descendants, and through Abram and his descendants, God would bless the whole world, even as God blessed them. Abram heard God's call, listened to God's word, and put his trust in it. Abram believed what God told him, 
And we know that Abram believed this word because Abram and his wife Sarai got up and moved in the direction God was leading them. Today, we just read five verses from a passage written by the Apostle Paul that teaches us something about what God was doing through Abraham and what it means for us. Paul points us back to the story of Abram's call and asks us to notice what happened. God spoke to Abram. Abram believed God's word and promise. Because Abram believes God's word and enters into this relationship that God is offering, God reckons Abram as righteous. God justifies Abram. God makes Abram righteous according to his faith, his trust in God's word and promise. Paul shows us that this interaction between God and Abram is all about God's grace. Paul tells us that the righteousness that God gives to us by faith is a free gift. And he makes a distinction we can certainly relate to. When we go to work and are paid for that work, we are paid the wages we earned. When we open a card and find a check in it, we are receiving a gift. The giving of the gift is grace. The check in the card comes to us out of the love and generosity of the giver, not out of any obligation. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a gift. When God speaks to Abram, God is giving. By the grace of God, we might say, God speaks to Abram. Abram is unrighteous, apart from God, estranged from his creator God. He has done nothing to earn or merit this conversation. God has simply chosen to speak to him. After God speaks to Abram, Abram receives this gift that God has given to him, and when Abram believes God's gift, God considers him righteous. That is, a relationship now has been established between God and Abram. At the very, very beginning of it, God has reached out, and Abram has responded. The two are now in a relationship. By God's grace, through faith in the word, Abram heard. Perhaps to complete our comparison, we should say that faith is what happens when we take the check to the bank and cash it, or we take the gift card to the store and use it, or we pay out the money that just arrived from a loved one in our Venmo. And then what? Well, even then, the gift remains a gift for us, a benefit for us. In return, we might send a thank you card. But inside ourselves, we might also feel the the positive emotions of being touched by the generosity in realizing the truth of the matter is, is that there really is someone out there who loves us, who cares for us, who thinks about us, who wants to come close to us, who is giving of himself to us. That's the healing power of God's grace. God gives, we receive. We trust, and once again, we find ourselves in a relationship with God, a relationship that begins by God's initiative, that is, by God's grace, by God's giving, and is rooted and grounded in faith and love as we move forward in God's grace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David. 
in the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears, to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ, for all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with you and the gift of relationship with others, and for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we thankful? Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children, and bring about your peace for all in Christ Jesus the living Lord. Especially we pray for those who govern the nations of the world, for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare, for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. For what else do we ask the Lord this morning? We give thanks to you, Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have protected us through the night from all harm and danger. We ask that you would also protect us today from sin and all evil, so that our life and our actions may please you. Into your hands we commend ourselves, our bodies, our souls, and all that is ours. Let your holy angels be with us, so that the wicked foe may have no power over us. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. Ever-living God, author of creation, we give you thanks for your gift of water that brings life and refreshes the earth. We bless and praise you, for by water and the word, we are cleansed from sin and receive everlasting life. Join us again this day to the saving death of Christ. Renew in us the living fountain of your grace, and raise us with Christ to live 
in newness of life. For you are merciful, and you love your whole creation, and with all of your creatures we give you glory. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, who gives us new birth by water in the Holy Spirit and forgives us all of our sins, strengthen us in all goodness, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. 